What up, it's your girl Ruby, and I'm your wife! Really looking forward to apple picking in the fall with you. Just a quick housekeeping corner this episode. Just want to remind everyone to stick around at the end of our Thursday episodes to hear the stingers. Some cool stuff happens there. Anyway, let's dive into episode 5, Field Trip. Huh. Normal name. Wonder if everyone is just going to have a nice, safe time this episode. This is Denny. Can't promise I'll get back to you. Hey, Dad. I know you said you're gonna be busy the next few days. Last minute trip to Las Cruces and all. Don't know when you'll uh, hear this, but hopefully I can say it in person. I got the internship. I don't know how excited I am, but I think you'll be happy to know I'm following your footsteps. We'll see how it turns up. Love you. Shin, you're up in your office. You're currently looking over, I don't know what kind of documents. What kind of documents would you be looking over? Uh, I'm looking over, uh, paperwork for the new restaurant that is opening up. Ooh, what kind of restaurant are you going to be opening up? Well, it's being opened in conjunction with the world famous Chef T. It is Chef T's Nourishment Emporium. The, uh, T stands for Tomothy's Tea, and that T stands for flavor. Tomothy? Tomothy. Fair enough. It... That's 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 not any any worse than uh, the name that I write for fake notes, Jimothy. Um, how, how many how many M's are in Tomothy? That's what's important. Oh, um, originally in my notes one. It's now seven. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Now, actually, is it six and then one hyperpositional M? Oh no, he it's it, pyramid it's, of M's. Oh yeah, it's it's an M made out of M's. Okay, okay. I'm glad. <laughs> he, he can't actually type his name out in text because of how it's spelt. Well, uh, make certain to, to, to pump that down on the what we know sheet so that I know. Uh, try your best to write down that name. And if you need to, see if you can't find special characters to help you out with it. So yeah, Shin's up in his office looking over paperwork. Uh, and around that time, you actually are going to have Reese come on up. They're going to knock on the office door. Does he just knock, or does he say anything? Just, just, just a knock, and like I assume it's a glass door, so you can see through. What do you want, Reese? I'm busy. I got something that's kind of important for us to talk about. Make it quick. Uh, Reese opens up the door and comes on in. And is thinking about sitting down in one of the chairs, but is also like, hey, I don't want to look too comfortable. That might be weird. So just awkwardly stands right above the desk. So I have a um, an awkward thing to kind of bring up. I've been asked to do a certain job, something contracted out for. It involves you and John and Cal. Something I can't say no to, which in return means that Y'all can't say no to it either. Can't say what the job necessarily is. Can't say who the job is for. You're gonna have to trust me on it. I'm gonna need a little bit more information. You know how I have some issues with you. Yeah, this, to put it lightly. Let me put it this way. If you get any more information, you are less likely to do it than you are currently now. And, um, we kind of have to do it. Do I? I guess you don't have to, but, uh, I kind of already said that you were going to. Can you promise me you'll be out of my life once this is done? I can't do that either. This is, uh, I think you know that this is the start of, of something. This isn't... Us doing this, we are... We are the beginning of a partnership here. 
And if it was... If it was a choice of mine, trust me, I wouldn't have involved you in this either. Whatever, just get out. I've got work to do. Thank you so much for your time. Um, do you mind telling John about it too? Nope, you do it. You're a swell guy, Shin. Reese walks out and closes the door. Just a little bit of a slam. I look back down to my paperwork and continue uh, going through it, making sure everything's in order. Where's John currently located? Did you say what time of day it might be? Uh, yeah, that's right. I was going to say what time. I'm going to say March 17th. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, eh, let's say noonish. Noonish? Uh, then he'd probably be on lunch. He had to, um... Actually, you know what? It's the day it's the day before. So it's still March 17th, but it's at night and the job is on the 18th. Oh, uh, okay. So, I'm actually going to say Reese knocks in on uh the door to John and Henri's house. John probably would answer it since Henri's Henri's in the kitchen cooking. Is that what you're going to say? You have Henri no, cooking like, what... in the kitchen? No, what time is it? And like... it's like 8 p.m. No, then she's probably watching TV, and he was just closer to the door. Because yeah, he's a considerate husband? I, yeah, I would hope so. That's, that's why I've been playing him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just imagining, actually, like, John and Henri doing, like, rock, paper, scissors to see who has to answer the door. And Henri winning, just being all like, your turn. Yeah, that's probably actually what would happen. <laughs> What's up, Breeze? How can I help you? Hey, so, um... You know how you, you said you're always kind of up for anything? Vaguely. Well, uh, do you want to... Do you want to have fun with me and Shin and Cal, and we're all going to go on up to an undisclosed location that I can't tell you about until the, the time of the meeting, and then do something that I can't describe any more information about? Seems sketchy, Reese. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I figured it's gonna sound a little sketchy, but I've already kind of been contracted for this job, and mm -hmm. I being contracted means, conversely, you two and Cal are also contracted. Is this a dive ranger thing? It sure is. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, could have given us a, you know, week heads up. That'd been nice. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I was told about this about ten hours ago. Oh, that's nice. Gotta, gotta love it. So I'm assuming this is a, it's short notice, probably something dangerous. Probably for someone that... Ideally, it's not dangerous in the slightest. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Never is. But, I mean, I guess you've already said that we'd be there, huh? I didn't really have much of a choice in the matter, if I'm gonna be honest. I was told to be there, and I was told to bring you three. Well, then. Glad to know that someone out there knows who we are. That's cool. Glad. Did you tell them? Did you, did you not keep the secret, Reese? I can't tell you if I did or didn't. <sighs> okay. Great. Cool. Yeah, it's fine. Nope. Perfectly okay with this. So, uh, have you already told Shin? Yeah, I've told Shin. I'm gonna hunt down a cow, see if I can't tell him to. I'll call him. That would be absolutely swell. I'll tell y'all on your watches what time to, uh, to meet and, and where. Basically, assume your 10 a.m. tomorrow is gonna... So you're saying I'm gonna have to call out from work sick? Right work okay i forgot that's a thing people do uh yeah no call out yeah yeah you're gonna want okay. you're definitely want to call out cool 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 got it th th this feels like a trap it's not a trap is it no 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 i this is gonna be an odd question to follow up with that how do you feel about tight enclosed spaces yeah i'm in a dive suit all the time and Oh, then, then, yeah, no, then it's, it's definitely no, no, no kind of trap for you. Don't worry. It's, it's not, okay. not going to be a trap. Okay. 
Uh, well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow, Reese. Gonna. Yeah, see, see you tomorrow. As uh, Reese walks away, you get back and sit down on the couch. Henri's sitting there looking at you like, so what was that about? Well, tomorrow I got a call out sick from work tomorrow. Uh, there's going to be a, a, a sketchy meeting happening somewhere that I'm not told anything about, and it involves dive rangers. So, it's one of them. So what's actually happening? Because I assume you would have the sense of mind to lie to me about the thing that I told you to not do. Like, at least uh, you would lie to me, right? I would, I would think that you trust me enough to lie to me instead of just bold-faced telling me something that I'm not going to let you do. Well, here's the thing. You remember when I said in our marriage vows that I would never lie to you? So... John, those are generic marriage vows that everyone says, okay? Well, I took them seriously, Audrey. I don't, you know, this kind of type of person I am. I, I take everything. I'm, I'm real glad you're finding this situation funny. I'm more terrified of what's going to happen, so it's, you know, it's how I deal with things. You know what, John? It's fine. It's fine. I know it's not fine, Henri. Of course it's not fine, because I, I already asked you to tell me, I already asked from you to just be safe. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone else can do this. Maybe it doesn't have to be you. Right. And here you are going to some sketchy meeting somewhere with a sketchy person that you haven't even told me much about to begin with. with Reese? Sketchy I thought I told you about Reese. in general. Cal's not sketchy. He's a, he's a good kid. Yeah, Cal is a kid. You're going to take a kid along with you, too. You're going to tell me this is a good idea? Oh, no, it is an absolutely terrible idea. Then why are you doing it? I haven't found someone else that can replace me. Like I said, John, it's fine. Few, I would say like, like probably 30 minutes or so pass. Cal, uh, what are you doing when you get the phone call from John? So, since Cal lives in a dorm... How would he get a call? He would get a call to the dorm room. Dorm, dorms, sure. dorms at the okay. time in nineteen eighty three would have had uh, cell phone service at the very least. They wouldn't have cell phones though. Not cell phones. No, they, no, they, they would. Yeah. They would have. Uh, what you got? Uh, phone service. They would have like landlines inside the rooms. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like I feel like if hospitals have landlines, I feel like dorm rooms should have have landlines as well. I remember my dorm room had a a landline you could plug in. Okay, so then does Cal actually have right. a landline plugged in? He was probably told to put one in by uh, John, I assume. Or John, or probably Henri, actually. I, f- I feel like his RA might also have done it. Yeah, he probably, RA probably has uh, like uh, like intercom system set up between the all the landlines. In fact, you know what, let's let's just, just, just to have fun uh, and, and to and to just you know, be be cool about this. Let's actually have it that uh, Cal's RA intercedes the uh, the in, intercedes the call and is basically like knocking on uh, Cal's door. So, yeah, you get a uh, Cal. You get a knock on your door uh, to your dorm room because you're a lame wad and it's it's a Wednesday and you're uh, sitting in your dorm room just doing your homework instead of doing anything else cool. So you get a you get a knock on your door at like eight thirty eight forty five p.m. Yeah, come in. The uh, door opens, and on the other side, you see uh, your RA, uh, Aloise. Hey, Aloise, what's going on? Hey, Kel. Um, so, uh, you got a call uh from uh some old dude, and uh he. Sounds uh weird. Like just he's being real weird about stuff. Um, I I didn't know if you wanted me to dog this or anything. Uh, so like, nah, it's, it's probably the protective uncle type of sort of guy. I'll okay, yeah, because the dude I didn't catch the dude's name. That's probably important, right? Maybe, but not too important, really. Okay. Hey, by the way, if you want that keg installed, it's gonna be like ninety bucks. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. 
Cool. Okay. Just remember, you got to provide the keg. Yeah. Not too hard. That's why I assume I grabbed the the, the phone now. I, I feel like you have to go out to like the RA's office. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll follow him out then. So yeah. You follow Aloise out and Aloise like uh dials onto the phone, picks back uh, up and so like, okay. Um just like don't hang up, I guess, because I gotta mark the time whenever you finish and a bunch of other paperwork. It's it's boring shit. Anyway. Mm-hmm. You RS RA stuff credit. Got yeah, it, got it. um, I'm gonna hang out in the hallway because the office is also kind of where I sleep. So <laughs> yeah, so Alois just hangs out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Cal. Hey, Cal, it's John. How's it going, kid? Oh, so you're really weird one they're called. Yeah. Oh, so what do you need? What do you need? Um, well. What are you doing at 10 a.m. tomorrow? Because you're, whatever you're doing, you're not doing it now. I mean, there is a midterm tomorrow. I kind of need to be there. Well, um, what's the midterm in? Can you fail it? I mean, I could fail it. But then I just wasted my night studying. Right, right, right. Fail. Uh, hmm. So why do I need to miss a midterm in the first place? Oh, uh, right. Uh, Reese had uh, essentially agreed that all the dive rangers are going to meet somebody somewhere at 10 a.m. Uh, God damn it, Reese. That's what I said. I mean, I don't, I don't know what your teacher's policies on like making up midterms are, but like... <sighs> I guess I'll attempt to get... I'll get a doctor's note from uh, the RA I have. I can totally forge a doctor's note if you need it. It's just going to be 30 bucks. You know, you could just ask Connery. I'm sure she would probably... Well, she might not happily do it, but she would probably do it for you over me. So... Nah, Eloise owes owes me a solid from what I covered for him last time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, she is not happy with me, so I'd rather not have her be not happy with you either. So, yeah. So, where are we gonna meet up? Uh, you know what? He didn't tell me that either. He just said he's gonna call us on the wristwatches when uh, it's time to meet up. Fine. Yeah. Well, see you um, tomorrow then. See Mark, Cal. Try to get some sleep. Probably gonna need it. I uh, don't hang up the phone because because of Aloise, good friend. I uh, leave the phone there and I uh, head back out and say, "If I give you thirty bucks, I get that doctor note, right?" Absolutely. I'll. You know what? I'll give you the friends and family discount. It's only gonna be thirty-five instead. Ah, uh, you know you're no friend of mine, Aloise. Uh, you're good buddy. Anyway, so how about this? How about this? How about this? Forty dollars. Twenty, and I owe you a favor. Okay, I'll take it. Twenty, and you owe me a favor. And then, like Alois, like punches you in the arm, but like in a playful way. But like it actually does kind of hurt. Yeah, thanks for that. Next morning, Cal, do you have any classes above, like, like before, like? 10 a.m. Now, now he has a doctor's note. He's using it. So it's not going so to be. So he's any using it for the today. whole day? Yeah. Okay. You get a knock on your door at around 7 a.m. At this point, he's probably just like just getting out of bed, like hair all messed up, sticking straight up. Yeah, who is it? Cal, it's me. Is this Lucia? No, it's not Lucia. I realize I don't, I don't have a voice. lot of different voices. I don't recognize Point is, the voice. Imagine that you. You do recognize the voice, uh, but you because you're you're in that like sleepy stupor, you don't a hundred percent know who it is. Yeah, so Cal like shambles there one sec and shambles the door and like opens it. On the other side, you see a woman about. I'm gonna say she's like four eleven. You've seen her around uh, plenty of times uh, throughout 
as you've worked at the bubble dive, you've actually seen her run about, you've seen her uh, help uh, around there. You've actually seen her around campus too. This is Tippy Thompson. <laughs> Tippy Thompson is Tom's uh, younger sister, Tom from the bubble dive. It's his younger sister. Uh, and you, you know of her, you've seen her in the school before. Uh, you probably went to high school with her, but she was like a grade below you. You're you're probably familiar with her as a person, but you do not have a lot of interaction with her overall. Maybe talk to her once or twice mm-hmm. as like a hi and bye. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're the coworker of her older brother, pretty yeah. much. Like that's yeah. what she knows you as. Hi, Cal. I'm so sorry for uh, goodness. Like, what kind of night did you have? I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, I'm so sorry for uh, waking you up at this horrible hour, but. I need to ask you a very important flavor. Flavor? It, you know, a favor. A flavor. Oh, sorry. It's just this ungodly hour of the morning that I'm talking about. And uh, I, I, under- I understand how it is. If it wasn't for what I do, I probably wouldn't ever wake up before noon. Sadly, I got to wake up for like 5 a.m. for almost all the newsfeed stuff. Okay. So, why is the the reporter for the newspaper, the school newspaper, waking me up at 7 a.m.? She is actually not the reporter for the school newspaper. Um, she, if 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 you ask her why, she will tell you. Uh, so I need a favor from you. You have access to the labs, and I know. You probably shouldn't do it without some kind of supervision of some kind. But maybe it would be very cool if you let me into the labs. Because we happen to be such good friends. The labs at the mo. These would be the labs underneath the, uh, like, the school. Yeah, these would be the BBU, like, storage, containment facilities, and labs um, that are located underneath the science uh, building. So why do you need into the labs? Well, okay. I got a very good tip off that something suspicious is happening underneath the labs, that they're clearing out a lot of uh, facility down there, and that what they're clearing out is potentially dangerous. I don't necessarily know what it is. I don't know where it's going. I'd need to know, uh, find out because I think there is a fantastic expose uh, potentially here. And wouldn't it be cool if if you helped me out when I found out something really big that happened? And what's in it for me? Uh, fame and glory. Uh-huh. And uh, when would this happen? Now. Oh, awesome. So you want me to go for them even up and about of the day to help you break into the labs so you could write a story on some chemicals? Well, maybe it's chemicals, but maybe it might not be chemicals. Who knows what it is? But it 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 might be. You're exactly right. It might be chemicals. It might be something dangerous, okay? it It might be uh, something that might hurt everybody and that the school is just going to cover it up wouldn't you want to uncover that kind of injustice? I mean, it, it's a science lab. It's it's just science equipment in there. But but maybe not. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a, maybe maybe it's what what if someone dies? What if if, if if we don't help out? What if someone dies? Okay, Cal, would you be able to live with that? Why would someone die in a science lab? It, I don't know, but that's what we've got to find out. Can't you just like? Take a science course and get in yourself. It it I already have too many credits, okay? It's just <laughs> and I have to do it now and I don't have time. Uh fine. She owe me one. Thank you so much, Cal. I'll do anything you need for me, okay? Any sort of odd thing except covering your shift at the bubble dive. I I won't do that ever again, okay? I quit for a reason. Mm-hmm. She was probably now, like, can you uh, leave me alone for 10 minutes while I have a shower? Uh, yes. And so she like sits down in front of your dorm 
and just kind of like starts waiting. Cal closes the door on her and just turns around, sighing deeply. She also was like 100% fired from the bubble dive. Mm-hmm. The only person Shinu's ever had to fire. <laughs> so I assume Cal gets ready, puts on his uh, day clothes of board shorts, and uh, is that a good, is it a nice warm day out today? I mean, it is March, but it's like March in California. Mm-hmm. So it's always warm, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's rocking the nice tank top today. As soon as uh, you exit the dorm room, Tippy just like jumps back up to her feet and like still standing up is like a full like like even more than a foot shorter than than Cal. And it's like grabs like Cal like by the arm and is all like, let's go, let's go. Yeah, let's go. He just like slowly walks like he takes his like long strides to like try to outpace her basically <laughs> <laughs> it's Just not like, difficult to do it yeah 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 he could he could be making a stroll with long strides mm-hmm. and still yep. like walk faster than her it's just like a, a nice brisk walk basically while she's like like harrying herself mm-hmm. she's like basically like jogging to keep up because we're like size <laughs> So they uh, head over to an emergency exit uh, near to the labs because she's trying to be sneaky and trying not to get noticed. But like it's it's like you an know, emergency exit and like they just still... go in the front door. It's not that big of a deal. But we have to be sneaky. Like we can't let like, you know, like, like, don't you have like security passcodes to get through the, the door? Yeah, school idea. That's it. Not that. It's a science lab, like I said before. Not no more reason to break into these. He'll just he'll just go through like a side door that like the people who like know what they're doing go through. Just like skip the nice long walks through the places they don't need to go to. Okay, so like as she's like as you're seeing all the like kind of side door and stuff, her eyes are widened up. Like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm getting the special treatment on this. Mm-hmm. Think whatever you think. Cal, you know, if you if you want to, I I can make certain that the uh, BBU BBS has uh, space for you uh, in the letterhead for it. Please don't put me in the story. And oh no, don't be modest. Like like you're you're helping so much, I might as well help you out. Be or you could just cool. not put me in the story. And okay, I I guess I'll just leave you out. Anonymous anonymous source. As you're heading down into the lower part of the labs, you actually start seeing a bunch of people you've never seen before. Like, these are people who are dressed in, like, all black, people who are dressed in turtlenecks and, like, black slacks. And a lot of them just look like they're, they're dressed very similar to each other. And they are actually loading things from underneath from this stuff. And they're actually starting to load them out and head out through uh, another one of those side exits. And it's actually, you're noticing, it's actually the side exit that's going towards the loading dock where all of the new things that they get into the labs and into the storage facilities, every new thing that they get, it comes from the loading dock and that's where they kind of load and unload it from. So Tippy's like hiding behind like a a crate that's like just randomly placed in the hallway, uh, and she's all like, "Hide, hide, so they don't see you." Kyle just like takes a a right turn into the nearest lab, basically. <laughs> Tippy just like runs up behind, just all like, "Don't leave me." You're the one I wanted to investigate. It. You're being so brazen about it, though. What if someone sees us? They will assume we are supposed to be here because not people who are in here are supposed to be here god you're so right uh i knew it was a right call to get you to do this for me so do what you came here to do i'm just gonna sit in here have fun it no no stick with me okay we have to like investigate and stuff it's like i like I don't know what I'm looking at, okay? I don't know what this stuff is. You're gonna have to tell me if something's, like, 
weird or different? Because you're like a scientist, right? Studying to be, yeah. So yeah, you would know what, what like, and she points to like some like weird science equipment that's inside one of the labs. Like, you know what this is, right? Whatever it is. It's a microscope. It, is that a microscope? Is that what they look like now? Yeah. Goodness, that thing looks bizarre. How, why is it so small? It's a microscope. Goodness. Oh. And you know what this thing is? And she points like directly at a computer. Mm-hmm. It's a laptop. But like, like an old school computer. That that's the monitor, yeah. That's the monitor for the microscope, yep. Okay, I know what a monitor is, but like, why is it orange? Because you can't use the same light for a microscope than you regular scope. So, did you just want to come here to look at microscopes or? No, you... it's like, like people are moving stuff in and out. Like, why? Like, that feels weird that they're moving a lot of the. Like, okay, okay, okay. What? Like, like, what sort of stuff do, do, does, like, like, do the facilities here even have? Mm, well, we're right now in the marine biology section. It's the place I hear the most, so I assume samples of weird sea animals. Okay, so weird sea animals and stuff. What, what, el- what, else, what else would we have in the storage facilities? Because it looks like they're not really... Maybe some rocks, water samples... She peers outside uh, to the hallway where they're starting to While like... While she's uh, not paying attention, I want to whisper into my uh, watch and say, she probably come down to the, the BBU in costume. And then I'll like uh, mute it or whatever. Okay. As she's peering around the uh, corner and seeing all the people that are loading and unloading things, that is whenever uh, she's starting to notice, like, where they're coming from, like, what wing they're loading and lo- unloading stuff. And she's like, so, okay, what's located in the west wing, like, what looks like two hallways down from here? Like, what's what's located down that way? What's located in corridor Chemistry B? Chemistry labs, I think. Maybe physics labs. I honestly spend most of my time on the biology labs. Okay. I think we need to look at what what they're taking stuff from. Because it doesn't look like they're taking it from just, like, anywhere. It looks like they are taking specific things. I just want to... Like, like, wouldn't it be so cool to find out what they're taking and why? It's probably a waste samples, but sure. Could just ask them to. It, well, can't just ask them. We're not supposed to be here. I am allowed to be here. Well, then... You go ask them. Fine. You stay here then. So uh, she, like, stays put where she is and, like, just kind of continues hiding behind a crate in the hallway. Don't look so suspicious. And then I'll... She uh... (laughs) sits down behind the crate and pulls out a textbook. It's like, (laughs) less suspicious? Could just sit and look at the microscope, too. And then then Cal will, like, leave and... uh... He'll walk up and be like, yo, you got the new samples coming in then? The person that you're uh, talking to is uh, holding a clipboard, turns around. They're a large guy with like five o'clock shadow, Superman hair, like just straight up, just like black and blue, just like perfect cut. Perfect, with, like, yeah. Just nice one curl. curl right in front of his hair. Looks down at you. He's wearing a uh, turtleneck and gray pants. Turns around and looks at you. I'm sorry, do I know you? I study here? I've been waiting for new samples to come in. Yeah, we're not the new sample people. Ah, that's a shame. What you uh, taking out of here, then? I'm sorry, no, no, seriously, do I know you? No, but I work here for school purposes, so... Okay, so you're curious. a student. Yeah, I don't think we need to listen. Just I'm just run curious. along back to class. Gosh. Fine. Person looks back over to you is all like, are you not going yet? Yeah, I'm going. Can't even watch you either. Like the like the person just like looks down and is like he looks down at his clipboard and then he looks back over at you. 
and he's like gives you like this absolutely puzzled look like where do you think you are the bbu labs or all the cool stuff happens and he just like walks away from you just like like full-on walks away uh down back through the corridor and actually walks down a separate corridor uh, all the way off to the other side uh does he does the people are still walking by right yes yeah can he like does he spot what what's on each of the boxes can he like see what's on the boxes that he's when you look out? at the boxes there actually is a stamp on all the boxes that says bowen humanicore and i would recognize this from like stuff around the labs before you've probably never seen bowen humanicore around the labs but you've definitely seen bowen humanicore on any kind of like if you've had to make request forms if you've had to uh talk to any of the uh security around the staff area if you've had to basically talk to anybody in like faculty uh like settings and you've had to talk to them over like financial stuff you've definitely seen bill and humanicore before i i would assume i have then because i would have had to for my classes or whatever i would have had to like i probably had a project where i could like have like a hundred dollar budget or something mm-hmm so you've definitely you you've definitely been you've never seen Bowen Humanicore in any capacity throughout the city, but you just like from work like from doing things at BBU, you know that they are a big deal. Okay. I would I'll uh, like watch for like a few seconds longer, see if there's anything strange else, and then I'll uh, head back over to. Uh... I would say as you're watching for something strange, that's when you actually see from the uh, history and uh, artifact wing. That's, Mm, for lack of a better term, the archaeological wing. Uh, From the archaeological wing, you actually see a box come out, but it is like surrounded by like five different guards as it's being uh, pulled out. And... As, like, that happens, one of the guards accidentally bumps against it, and the Superman-looking guy just shouts out, like, Hey, what the... Do you know what's inside there? Seriously, be more careful. Like, what are you trying to do? Goodness. Give me a heart attack. We put five of you around this thing for a reason. Get the... Just get it out of here. Stop wasting time! He's, like, clearly just completely flustered over this thing. I'm going to head back to, what was her name again? Tippy. Tippy Tippy, Thompson. Tippy, yeah, Tippy. Walk over back to Tippy and say, like, "Hmm, looks like some Boa Humanicore people taking stuff out. Probably just. I'm sorry. The what Humanicore? Yeah, just some people deal with, like, stuff we get in the lab. And what do they do? Hmm. No, I. Okay, okay. I'm out of my depth when it comes to the science stuff here. I've never heard of Bowen Humanicore before. Well, we get stuff from them occasionally. But uh, they're they're taking some stuff out of the archaeology winning, I think. What would they need? Just peer over the the box and you can see. And so she turns around and she sees the actual, like, signage, Bowen Humanicore. And she tilts her head like, wait, no, I, I am thinking this might be something odd. These are the people who signed the checks for the Bahamut Beacon. I, what are, what, okay, what could they need for the labs and the archaeological bank? And so she's just kind of thinking out loud. Unbeknownst to you, since you have muted your uh, dive watch, Reese gives out a warning to John and Chanute. Hey, so, um, we're starting up that good old job we got. 
I'm going to need everybody to meet me up at the BBU Archaeological Wing. If everybody could please arrive as quickly as possible. Um, you have close to about 15 minutes. Sorry for short notice. Oh. Please said 10 a.m. Reese. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is also short notice for me. I am in the same boat as you. And I was going to take by Cayman Jack to the police station before I came. <sighs> I guess I wanted to make a change of plans. Do that afterwards. Yeah, no, this, this job shouldn't last much more than about two, three days anyway. So it should be fine. Excuse me, what now? Did I not say that before? Y no, you said we're going to meet at 10 a.m. And that was about all you told us. Could have sworn I said it would take about two, three days. No you reason. didn't, but I assumed it would. See, Shin, Shin gets it. Shin understands what it's like to be a professional member of the team. No, I know what it's like to work with you. You can just hear the love. Anyway, I'm just finishing up at my bank. I'll be, I'll be out in a few moments. Cool. I'm a. I'll be. Yeah, I'll be there in a minute. John goes to a payphone and calls Henri. Just to let know that the business trip is going to take longer. Yeah, John, you can call it a business trip as much as you'd like, but I kind of know what it actually is. Okay. Well, you said. Never mind. Could you do me a favor, please? Okay. What's the favor? I need you to drop uh, two cases of Cayman Jack at the police station uh, for Mark and my map. She just hangs up. Cool, thanks. She, Bye. Love you. She just you. doesn't even do anything. She just hangs up as soon as you ask that. Cool, thanks. Yep. Mind bribing the cops for me? It's not a bribe. It's a gift. You give friends gifts. That's <laughs> what John you do. Wants to... John wants to make friends with the only two police officers in town. Exactly. They asked for Cayman Jack. He's going to get him Cayman Jack. I don't. So Tippy starts actually uh, getting like a little bit bolder and she's all like, hey, so like I, she's starting to notice that all the uh, people that had been grabbing things, they are starting to actually grab like all the things through the uh, halls. And she's like, hey, what if we followed them and, and see what they're taking and where they're bringing it to? Looks like they're going towards the loading dock, so we could uh, head back outside and walk around there if you want. Is there another way to get to the loading docks that they wouldn't be able to see? Probably look at it from the roof, at least, if you wanted. I think that sounds like a stellar idea. We can go up to the botany labs and X out the greenhouses from there. Okay, and I think at this point she starts, like, going the wrong direction. Just follow me, please. She nods and is like, okay, okay, okay. Thank you so much again for this. Uh, you know, I have somewhere to be later. And then, like, probably a couple hours, so let's hope this doesn't take that long. Oh, goodness. Oh, I, I didn't... Oh, you're... Oh, my goodness, you probably have, like, a midterm or something today, don't you? Yeah, something like that. Well, it was still very thoughtful and very sweet for you to help me. Sure. And then he, like, just, like, basically walks off in that speedy walk again. <laughs> she tries her hardest to follow along. Uh, he slows down when it's when it gets, like, the... When there's a few turns. And then uh, he heads up the, the stairs to the botany labs. And then out the doors onto the roof overlooking the, I assume, loading docks. I'm going to say, John, whenever you arrive... You arrive to Shin and Reese already, just kind of, like, not talking to each other. Like, Reese just hanging out in the back of, like, Shin's car, like, just, like, leaning a little bit off the back of it. Should we transform? Is this that kind of meeting? Reese, like, looks at John with, like, a very quizzical look, like, no, no, there's, there's so many people around. There's, the school is open. John, you Do know, you, you know that's a bad idea, right? Frisbee team right over there. What I'm saying, 
that's not what I was never mind. saying. Do we need to transform in a secluded place and come back is what I'm saying. John, the, the ultimate Frisbee team will know that we're, that we're superheroes. We don't become invisible when we transform. <sighs> okay. Okay. What I'm saying is. I, what you're, you were a ranger before. How do you, did, did your team, did your team become invisible every time you transform? No, we were typically in secluded places when we actually, transformed. Actually, actually, I I was supposed to, I'm leading towards yes, actually. That was my plan with the cryptid rangers. Oh. Is that every time y'all transformed like cryptids, you couldn't be seen. Oh. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Okay, that sounds dope as hell. That's not the point here. What I'm saying is don't need to transform. Hopefully we won't need to transform through the whole time. I Want you to know, you two are about to meet my boss. Um, we'll wait a little bit longer. Have, have either of you heard from Cal? Uh, he d didn't send that message to come to the BBU right away. So it looks like it was serendipitous that we got called early then. Wait, what message? You didn't get it on your... No, I didn't. Also, Shin, neither did you. Okay. What are you talking about? Wait, did John just get it, or is like that did did not go yeah, out? Yeah, only like, John got that message. I got a message from Cal on the wristwatch to say meet him at the BBU early. I thought y'all would have got it as well. No. Huh. Anyway, he said to come to the BBU early. Something was happening with something, and to come transformed. So that's why I had asked. Okay, nice little save about your idea of coming transformed. We don't have time for it. You're about to meet my boss. I guess we'll go on without Cal, and that'll make me look like a fucking putz, but it's all right, I guess. Well, from what he's probably here at wherever. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely probably already here. Like, what, is he a student here or what, whatever? Yeah, so no, what I mean is he's probably close by, knowing Cal. And... Okay, well, he's not here right now, and I don't want to... I don't want Saul to... Listen, just... can. And at this point, Reese looks over directly at Shin. Can you both please be on your best behavior for this, for my sake, so that I don't get looked like I don't know what I'm doing? I'll play it by ear. I'm always on my best behavior, Reese. Questionable. I know you're on your best behavior. I know your sword usually isn't. Well, the sword's not here now, is it? But, John, I'm always with you! John doesn't answer that, because apparently he can't talk to Sayla on his head, from what I remember you saying. But, like, like, like both Reese and Shin could see any time, like, 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 when Sayla talked, John, like, winced, and Reese and Shin could both see it happen. Oh no, he got a like a definite blank stare, uh, like a wince and a blank stare goes across his face anytime Selau yells in his head. John, you're making a weird face! Don't do that! Nah, he's definitely going to be able to be as cool, cool as a cucumber for this one. Okay, so that right there, that weird face you just made, don't do that. What weird face? Okay. I don't have time. I, we, we, do not have time for any of this right now. I mean, we could probably kill another five minutes with some of this slapstick. Yeah, probably. Reese right, looks so over at Shin and is like, not... Please, both of you, follow me. We'll get this handled. And he moves over from where y'all are parked at, like, the visitor parking uh, garage area. Y'all walk down and meet up over outside the archaeological wing. And right in front of the archaeological wing, there's actually going to be a large truck. And in front of the large truck, you're going to see a man in a black turtleneck with a black and blue hairstyle that is a little unkempt with a single little curl right in front of it and five o'clock shadow. He's going to come up to y'all along with another guy, a little bit shorter, wearing a white shirt brown suspenders, black pants, brown shoes, 
looking a little uh, rough for wear, but like in a I've been up for 72 hours kind of way. And the person with the uh, suspenders comes up to you and specifically goes up to, yeah, goes up to Reese and says, Hey, Reese, okay, tell me something. I asked you to be here about 10 minutes ago, and now you're showing up. I kind of told you to have your team ready. And also, if I'm looking, I'm seeing one less member than you said you were going to bring. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. This is my team. We are here for the security detail. Where do you want us? How about this? Go into the truck. Sit there. Shut up. Gotcha. And Reese just smiles and like points over at uh, you two and says, we're going to sit down in the truck and we're going to shut up. Mm. Reese starts following behind there. While Reese is following behind, Reese then pops into a woman who is actually wearing a, I'm going to say she's wearing like a gray pantsuit, uh, but she has like her pantsuit blazer just kind of like hung around her shoulders. And she is holding a clipboard and checking off uh, notes every time that she sees something come through onto the truck. Hey, uh, Saul, nice to see you. Saul, this is my team. Um, team, this is this is my boss. This is Saul right here. She turns around. Uh, she looks at John, who she does not recognize, and Shin, who she does recognize. Well, hey there, Shin. Good to see you again. Sorry about the last uh, last time we saw each other. Reese, you, you didn't tell me that Shin was working with y'all. It's a strong use of the word working. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Well... It's nice to welcome you a little bit to the team. I guess, uh, I guess you can say I'm your boss, sort of. Yay. And she reaches her arm out to, uh, shake yours. And Shin returns it. And you, I don't think I've caught your name. Name's John Wallace. Well, it's nice to meet you. I believe there was supposed to be a third person as well? Uh, he couldn't, he couldn't make it. For whatever reason. Um... We should be fine with just the three of us. Like you said, you didn't even think that it's gonna, we're, we're going to need many of the people here. We just need to do this as a formality. Well, I did give you quite a bit of freedom with this project. I'm going to chalk that up to having a little too much freedom on that one. I'm not going to... I'm not going to tell your mom about that. How about that? Yeah, that, that'd, be, that'd be great. Saul then uh, turns around uh, and starts going back to her work. If y'all uh, want to head on side the truck, we will start rolling up pretty soon. As Tippy and Cal are going through the greenhouses, I'm going to say Cal roll wits. Nine. With a nine, I'm going to say you actually slip and fall, and you actually are going to hurt your wrist uh, while you're falling. But when you actually do hit the ground, Tippy just immediately turns around like, oh my goodness, are you okay? Yeah, just just stupid wet puddles in the botany labs. But while you're on the ground, you actually catch something from the corner of your eye, and it looks kind of like a person on the ground. I uh, stand up, dust myself off, and uh, investigate it. When you look over onto the side, you happen to see a man with five o'clock shadow and a perfectly curled little piece of the hair right off to the side of black and blue hair. And a strong Superman-like jawline. He's wearing a black turtleneck and gray slacks. Right next to him is a shorter man in brown suspenders and a white shirt with gray slacks. What do you do? Has uh, Tippy seen these yet? Tippy has not. Tippy was is is eager to go out to the roof. Cal is gonna stand up, walk back over to Tippy, and say like, uh, "Yeah, let's keep going." And then will she, like, I assume she'll like, jump ahead. It's like, I'll, I'll point over to the exit. Like, we just got to go over there. And then if and she, she starts... immediately, like, bounds on yeah, over to the yeah. exit. He'll quickly, um, like, unmute his watch and go, so I just found what looks like a body. And uh, he'll, uh, like, uh, go back over to them and check, like, pulse. I assume. Feel like, feel like if their skin's cold and such. 
the larger one, their pulse is still going and they actually start stirring. But they look like they're sweating and they look like they're about to like start convulsing. The other one has no pulse. Cal's gonna immediately go for Thurman Octopus, restorative ray, and uh shoot tiny white object into this person. Okay. Uh roll chroma. Nine. With a nine, I'm gonna give you a choice. You can either not do it altogether, you can either do it with a severe side effect, or you can do it and it draws unwanted attention. Hmm. I'm going to say it didn't work for him. Okay. You try to use it and you feel like there's something wrong with something that's happening around here. And for whatever reason, as you're trying to use your magic, it nothing happens. And so the person at this point is actually starting to convulse. And you can actually see their eyes start to fall into the back of their head. Like, roll back or, like, sink? Like, roll back into the back there. Okay. Crap, 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 crap. Tippy starts to, like... She's about to open up the exit door. She starts leaning over, so like, Cal, what are you doing? Uh, just saw something on the ground. I'll be over there in a second. Oh, you want me to wait for you? Sure, if you want to. She actually starts, like, walking towards you. He, uh... <laughs> Roll heroism. Okay. Ooh. Minus one. Nine. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Just all these nines. Tell me, tell me, what, what, is, what is your favorite game on the DS? Does it happen to be 999? Nope, it's Final Fantasy. I'm, I'm, I'm having a yeah. fun time. God damn, you should have said Game Boy, then I guess it's just Final Fantasy 9. I never mind. I just should have Final Fantasy 6. But to say, like, Final Fantasy 9 isn't on the Game Boy. Screw it. It is in this oh. world. And... Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine how Final Fantasy 9 could be Boy when it's not even out yet. <laughs> it's like, it's what, world, they Final... they just... it's what they renamed Final Fantasy 6 in this world. And, no, I just like the idea that after Final Fantasy 6, it's like a smash success on the Super Nintendo before it even came out. Or, or like, like they put Final Fantasy on the NES, and it was a smash success in the United States, so they just kept making them more and more to, like, where they were releasing them as fast as the Mega Man. I just imagine it's, like, Final Fantasy VI, where they named it Final Fantasy III or something like that in uh, the U.S. But it's just opposite. They went to nine instead. Oh, they literally named, like, all the Dragon Quest games Final Fantasy X as well. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. so Final that... Fantasy, like, four is actually Final Fantasy nine. That's what I was going to say. I was actually just looking up RPGs that were on the NES, and I was going to just go, bam. This is so beyond the point. Uh, with a nine, I'm going to say, if you stick around, Tippy will find out what's happening over there. I'm just going to say, like, I found a, can I say, like, I found a cool-looking coin, and then stand up and just, I'm like, going to uh, say with a heroism, you're going to have to say something Okay. You found a cool-looking coin. You're gonna have to do something to prove, like, what you mean. Like, like, like you can maybe convince her, but you have to prove you can convince her. Otherwise, she she will in- investigate more. I'm just gonna say, like, uh, oh, I just saw uh, one of my friend's plants. I was curious to see how I was going, and oh, that's yeah. that's very sweet. Uh, can I can I see? Yeah, he it, like uh, Cal, picks up a. No, 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 Cal. We have a thing. We're working on a thing, Cal. I mean, it's... you are working on a thing. It, I am uh, just accompanying you. Fine. Okay. Okay. I guess if you don't want to help me out, I guess it's fine. Okay. Let me unlock so the door, like... and then you can get her back onto the loading dock. The hint. Yeah, I'll, I'll stand up and follow her now. Like, I'll stand up. Be like, I'll let you out. Okay. So she. Starts moving over to the exit and opens the door. Oh, I thought she's I actually walking out to get out. As you're walking away, you can actually start hearing him convulse in the back. What do you do? Uh, 
Is there uh does he can he find um what is it called uh uh a med kit on the wall nearby? Would there be you know what? Okay. In a botany lab, I assume there's a med kit. Just because they might work with poisonous plants. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna let this be up to chance. Sure. Roll roll plus nothing. Just literally roll two d6. Five. There is no <laughs> There is there is absolutely no med kits nearby whatsoever. Cal, not knowing anything to do with medical health and power's not working, does not know what to do with this person convulsing, so he'll follow uh he'll quickly um what is it called? Uh mention again in his watch like there's someone already up here up on top of the roof near the loading docks, and then he'll uh, follow Tippy. Okay. As you are falling behind, uh, Tippy, as you're following Tippy and you're going back up to the roof, looking uh, down at the loading bay with the truck that's being loaded up, you actually look down and you see Reese, John, and Shin all board the back end of the truck as it's starting to get loaded up. In the front of the truck, you're seeing a number of people who are there to like load and unload start piling into vehicles ahead of. But then you see the large guy in a turtleneck and Superman hair and the guy in the brown suspenders and white shirt both get into the front of the truck and start driving off. Is the truck like below him? Yes, the truck is below. And Tippy is looking at them as like everything's being loaded as everything is like starting to like like head off, and she looks down and she sees like Bo and Humanicore on that, and she's like, "Wasn't that, wasn't that your boss that was in the back of that truck?" What? I I could have sworn that was. I could have sworn that was Shinu back there. I didn't get a good look. Why? And then like I, I want um, if the if the truck's like starts to drive away like the one uh I want Cal to jump on top of the roof of like the big truck. In front of Tippy. Sure. Okay. It's like, I, I'll get you a story and then jump jump on there. Roll courage. <laughs> I assume he's just like lower himself, but like it's still as fast as possible because I assume it's just about to leave. Like as soon as you mm-hmm. just start up, basically, right? Twelve, yes. <laughs> <laughs> with it with a twelve, you just did the coolest thing in the world, okay? Please describe me how cool, like literally, give me that sound clip. Give me that beautiful, beautiful sound bite. So he's going to like see this truck start up, turn to a tipping. You want a story? I'll get you a story. Thank you for listening to episode 5 of Totally Tubular Transform and Dive Ranger, Field Trip. The opening music in this episode was Open Secret by Sheena Ringo, and the closing music that you're listening to right now is Face by the Luyas. We have a sparsely updated Twitter over at off underscore hour. Come follow us and maybe we'll, you know, tweet some more. Also just wanted to say... Black Lives Matter, and all cops are bastards. That's where this podcast makes its bed. Everyone stay safe out there and follow the lead of Kamen Riders Everywhere. Mask out. See you on Thursday. I should have got- oh, I do got snacks. I got peanuts. You just missed it. Oh, what did I miss? Church. 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 What? What, 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 what did church come in here for? To say that we're cool? Yeah. It says he loves us. I said I love him back. <laughs> I feel bad that I missed it. <laughs> it's okay. You'll be able to listen to it whenever you want. <laughs> it's true.
we haven't had a story in a while that started with this one time I was dating a boy. Oh, I've heard a few. I've said a few recently, yeah. Okay, I must have missed them. Duck. Goose. Goose. <laughs> you roll that good old trauma. I got 13. 13. <laughs> 13. A 13. <laughs> Gosh. Ooh, 15. <laughs> Goodness. Oh my gosh, these rolls today. 